0: A Place to Dance, Day 22, Dancing with Light. As an active player in performance, light makes things happen. Light is both visual and tactile. You see, feel it. Light touches the skin, changes the pupils of your eyes, and recalibrates the nervous system. Your sense of time and time passing is impacted. There's a lot going on when you're dancing with light for the dancer and the viewer. And you always are, even in darkness. Natural light is sunlight, the primary source of light on our planet. Light waves travel 186,000 miles per second for the 93 million miles to Earth, warming the air and interacting with surfaces. Because 99.9% of energy on the Earth also comes from this source, absorbed in food you eat. It is both inside the body and outside, illuminating, energizing, and motivating actions and reactions. The sun is a single point light source, which gradually moves across the sky with earth's rotation. The timing of light and dark affects such dynamic forces as the movement of tides and the reproductive cycles of animals, including humans. Bodies are tuned to light. Eyes and skin respond to light waves by signaling the brain to adapt to situational and seasonal changes. Light plays the body like a musical instrument through the eyes via the pituitary gland registering the light and or the pineal gland registering darkness flooding the body with endocrine responses beyond conscious control. Light signals also affect the thyroid gland, which regulates metabolic processes throughout the dancing body. Because light creates a frame, a scene composed of what it illuminates, it manipulates where your attention goes. In theatrical performance, the lighting designer creates a place and time as well as the pacing through which things occur. The choreographer, and the lighting designer determine the architecture of the dance, how it unfolds in time and space. This includes the beginning and ending, the through line or arc of the piece, beats and breaks, peaks and pauses. Lights can communicate, illuminate, evoke, support, and convey the focus of the piece. Lighting design can also challenge and thwart expectations of the dancers, choreographer, or audience. On stage, dancing makes light visible. To be seen, light particles need to bump up against something, such as skin, floors, and fabric. Angle, intensity, color, and reflective surfaces all have impact, as do the number and type of lighting instruments being used and where they are placed. Particles in the air, like theatrical smoke or fog, Obscure, reflect, refract, and reflect light. Theatrical lighting uses a multi-point light source with instruments hung from all angles on a grid and from side wings in traditional theaters. By changing the number and kinds of lights that are in play, you affect the direction, angle, and intensities of light sources throughout the room. White light contains all colors, The hue we see is what's left reflected back from the spectrum that isn't absorbed by the object it touches. The red dress on stage is everything but red. Blue is the shortest wavelength in the color spectrum and red the longest. Color and saturation are affected by different colors of gels or color filters, often red, green, or blue, offering a spectrum from warm to cool that cover lighting instruments, influencing mood and ambiance. The more saturated the color, the less light comes through to the stage. Bodies respond viscerally to color. Interpretation is based on past experience and on the quality of your attention. Situations vary. During theatrical performance, the designer creates all the light in the room. If you are also using natural light, Lighting instruments can amplify what's already occurring in the space. You can play with shadows, reflections, and inherent sources. Lights affect and interact with costumes, video projections, and scenographic elements. Each design layer has its own impact in the space, amplified and diminished by light. Lighting is also used as a tool in masking problems by focusing the viewer's attention elsewhere. From the performer's perspective, as a performer, you take on the ephemeral experience of locating yourself by light. Part of this challenge is obvious because light moves and touches the body from various angles. You have to recalibrate your perceptual habits for balance, orientation, and emotional and dramatic power. Where is front? Back? Side? What is your relationship to other dancers and the audience? Do you want your face lit or shadowed? Do you intend to be fully visible or to play at the edge of the light? Can you perceive what is happening throughout the full stage space and feel how and when the light is moving? Light is a partner. You learn to sense the light changes on your skin as well as with your eyes. You make choices about the angle of body parts for illumination, and you heighten awareness of peripheral vision to encompass the whole space. You can cultivate hot spots and explore the mystery of shadow. Recognizing the effects inside your body of color, intensity, angle, and rhythm of light enhances emotional registry. The clearer you are about your intention as a dancer within the piece, the more you can play within improvisation and set work. To do, lighting board. This could take anywhere from two hours to a week. A lighting board is a nonverbal way to explore and communicate ideas about your choreography. Collect images that relate to your dance for any reason, color palette, mood, emotion, shape, or design words, relationships, and so on. Use magazines and photographs that you find or have on hand. Purchase a foam board or similar stable portable surface where you can attach your images. When placing the images on the board, consider the arc of your dance. Allow the placement to reflect the dynamics and progression of the work in any way you feel makes sense to you. Make choices. Some images will go away while others become central. Show your lighting board to your designer or colleagues and hear what they see. After listening, speak about your intention. Describe the feel of your lighting from the lighting board. Consider color, mood, speed of changes, and the arc of the piece. Be specific about the opening image and the end of the work. Recognizing that your ideas and how they translate on stage may not match suggests three or four places in the dance where there might be a change or shift in light. To dance: four lighting possibilities. Light has impact on the dancing body. Improvising in different light environments lets you notice your body's response. Find four different types of light and explore them through dancing. Dance in the theater with different lighting looks. Lighting and visual cues are central in balance and orientation. Changing from rehearsal light to theatrical light, which comes to the body from various angles and with different intensities requires practice. Dance at dawn. Feel the impact of changing light on your body. Then dance in the dark, indoors or outdoors. How does this impact your dancing? Dance with flashlights, under a street light, or in your living room with a floor lamp. Notice preferences and future areas of investigation. To write and do, light your dance with a designer. Sometimes it's hard to embrace the complexities of working with light. Start now. Write your response to seven questions to ask yourself. Imagine you are in conversation with a lighting designer. Practice clear communication through language, your lighting board, and movement. Determine a reasonable number of specific cues in the dance for the designer to consider. Consider a warning cue ahead of where you actually want to see feel light change on stage affecting the pacing of light changes. Invite your designer to rehearsal to see the work, then discuss your lighting views while remaining open to input. Here are the seven questions to ask yourself. Question one, where does the dance start and where does it end? Dance is ephemeral. Most viewers see it only once. Time passes quickly. Most repertory dances last from seven to 20 minutes. The beginning and ending images tell the viewer how to enter and leave each work. Question two, where are your transitions? Transitions in light and in movement telegraph when, where, and how things change. The designer needs to know major transitions within the arc and architecture of the work. Question three, what's the pacing and momentum? Is there a build of intensity or an even tone throughout, how does light evolve suddenly or slowly? Do you notice it or not? Question four, what's the mood or tone? What's the world of the piece? Do you want dimensionality, flatness, or a shadow dramatic effect? Do you need to see faces or full bodies? Are you revealing or obscuring? Question five, what's your aesthetic? Each designer and choreographer has an aesthetic. As you work, become familiar with your preferences, habits, and consistent choices. Claim your own aesthetic rather than pretend you don't have one. Speak for your work. No giggling, intellectualizing, or hedging. Learn to articulate what you want while remaining open to surprise what do you mean? Everyone uses words differently. Don't assume a shared meaning. Part of the designer and choreographer's process is to create a shared language. For example, if you say, I want something stark, what does that mean? What set of images in your mind accompanies that word? Find visual metaphors to work for both artists. And question number seven, do you want collaboration or control? How much control, collaboration, or open creative vision with the designer do you intend? Don't say that you want to collaborate and then tell someone what to do. Be clear. Is the designer collaborating, meaning each offering views that affect the work, or facilitating? That means the choreographer makes the choices and the designer carries them out the role of the technical director or designing in full charge of the design.